When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. And good games is the opportunity to play big games. The Colts playing as well as they have after starting one and four has given them an opportunity to play an enormous game on Christmas Day in Arizona against the Cardinals. Win this game, and you are going to go to the playoffs. It's almost impossible for the Colts to win this game and not go to the playoffs. It's very possible for the Colts to win this game if the Titans lose to the 49ers, that the Colts would find their way to winning the AFC South. If those two things happen, the Colts have a 48% chance of being the champions of the AFC South. This is Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday. December 21st, the shortest day of the year. They're all going to get longer from here. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist in the world. Give him a call. You need a great dentist. You need to brush your teeth every day. You need to floss, take good care of your teeth. Yes, but you need semi-annual checkups, and you got to get little problems fixed before they become big problems. Call Dr. Mike O'Neill, 317-849-2933. Hit subscribe. Press like, ring the bell, let's talk about sports. All right. Colts, Cardinals, Christmas night, 8-15. Cannot wait for this game. Here is how you beat the Cardinals. You run, and then you run, and then you run, and then you run, Jonathan Taylor. Because Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the NFL. And if you can run, why throw? Why do it? You got to keep a defense honest? Okay. Every once in a while, you throw. But not too often, and not the first three plays of the game, and not the first three plays of the second half. You don't do it. You run Jonathan Taylor because the Colts are number one in the NFL, running the football per carry, yards per carry at 5.2. The Cardinals are 27th against the run at 4.6 yards per carry against. You've got to limit James Conner. If James Conner plays, you've got to stop him. And that's not that hard. James Conner isn't Jonathan Taylor. The Colts are really good at stopping the run. I don't think that that's a major problem. What becomes a major problem is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray to Christian Cook 
is a really good dynamic combination. And when Kirk is not available or he can't get the ball somewhere else, what's he do? He tucks it. He runs it. He is a very, very mobile and athletic quarterback who can extend plays and then go get first downs with his legs. you got to have gap integrity, gap discipline. And if you do that, if you get after the quarterback a little bit and you keep him hemmed in the pocket with Kyler Murray, you got a chance to stop him. The Cardinals started the season really, really well. Started the season undefeated 7-0. and Since then, they are 3-4 and with three of those losses coming at home to the uh, Packers, the Panthers, and the Rams. The Colts playing as well as anybody in the NFL. This is a legit game that the Colts could win. We looked at this a few weeks ago, and we saw these games stacking up against the Patriots at home and then the Cardinals, and you said, well, if they split these two games, you feel really good about where you're at. I think you need to win both these games now because you're playing well enough to get that done. I think that the Colts match up really, really well. The more you look at it, the better they match up now against the Cardinals. You know, sometimes you play teams at the wrong time of the season. Sometimes you play teams at the right time of the season. I think the Colts are getting the Arizona Cardinals at the right time of the season for the Colts. And this is the wrong time of the season for the Arizona Cardinals. I think that the Rams and the Seahawks, other NFC West uh, rivals, they got the Colts at the right time of the season. If you play the Colts early, you got a really good chance to beat them. But they adjust they figure out how to get healthier, at least they have this year, and all of a sudden, you got one of the NFL's best teams coming to Glendale, Arizona, trying to steal a win out there at State Farm uh, Stadium. By the way, best press box food in the NFL. I loved going out to Phoenix for those games. Uh, they, they really do it right, and they are very, very nice, wonderful people serving the food. Last night, the Raiders beat the Browns 16-14. to that had no effect whatsoever on the Colts' ability to get to the playoffs. Um, right now, like I said, they are at 89% to make the playoffs as uh, reported by 538.com, which is the service that I use to calculate these percentages because it calculates the Colts' percentage to go to the playoffs at a higher level than ESPN does and their football matchup whatever predictor index whatever. Uh, That doesn't show the Colts as likely to go to the playoffs. I go to where I find the best numbers, the numbers that I agree most with. And the people at 538, these are MIT people. These are smart people. These are people who could sit up in the press box and tell Frank Reich, strong go. That's how smart these people are at 538.com. Last night I watched the the Bears lose to the Vikings, 17 to 9. By the way, I'm so sorry for people who invest. Because the Bears scored a touchdown on the last play of the game and weren't able to kick an extra point. And as a result, uh, some investors lost, some investors won. It's kind of a zero-sum game, isn't it? Watching the Bears, I, I grew up north of Chicago, just north of Chicago in one of the suburbs up there along the Lake Lake Bluff. Beautiful little hamlet. That is the view. See that picture? That's the view from my grandparents' bench. At uh, uh, on the bluff at Lake Michigan, in Lake Bluff. Love Lake Bluff. Love the heritage of being a Chicagoan. Being a Bears fan, I feel so bad for Bears fans today because the Bears 
at the higher level of management are just terrible. When you've got the McCaskey family and you've got Ted Phillips calling shots and, and then they are doltish enough to hire a guy like Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy to rant, run stuff, you see the difference. When you watch the Colts and then you watch the Bears, you see the difference between the two organizations. And that filters down from the top. Jim Ursay is a hell of a good owner because Jim Ursay wants to win first. The Bears, that's a cash cow for the McCaskies. That's how the McCaskies keep uh, generating wealth. For Ursay, that's true. But Ursay wants to win and make money. The Bears just want to make money. And if they can win along the way, good. But they have no real hierarchy that causes that kind of construct within the organization. So you see what you saw last night, a complete lack of discipline, a complete breakdown with the uh, Chicago Bears to the point where Matt Nagy gets a, uh, a like an unsportsmanlike call against him for arguing a call. You're not going to see that with Frank Reich ever. Frank Reich is never, ever going to give up yards because he can't control his emotions on the sideline. It's never going to happen. And because Frank Reich isn't a guy who's going to do that, his team isn't going to do that very often. You saw Michael Pittman Jr., but I still can't find, and I was kind of hard on Michael Pittman after the game on Saturday night, talking about him getting ejected and, and the offsetting penalties for unsportsmanlike conduct. But I can't find where he committed that penalty. I don't know where that existed. Did, did he shove someone? Did he punch someone? I didn't see it. That doesn't mean it didn't happen, but I didn't see it. You rarely see the Colts go red ass and cost themselves yards or a possession of the football or a game because they can't control their emotions. The Bears are 4-10 and 10 in large part because they cannot find their way to controlling their emotion. Five personal fouls last night against the Bears. Um... Bears, and, and here's what it comes down to. It comes down to talent on the field, right? The Bears, since 1965, have had 27 different starting quarterbacks. And that's not, hey, a guy got hurt, so another guy came in. That's 27 starting quarterbacks for a season. Jay Cutler gave them the greatest consistency at that position since Sid Luckman back in the 40s and into the early 50s. Jay Cutler. For the Colts, what have you had? You've had like nine guys since the mid-50s. You've had Unitas and Burt Jones and Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. Even Jim Harbaugh, Jeff George, all right? Those guys would be among the pantheon. They would be on the Mount Rushmore. Harbaugh, well, Harbaugh might be on Mount Rushmore of former Colts quarter, uh, former Bears quarterbacks. He was a first-round pick out of Michigan back in the late 80s. But those guys, you, you've had real consistency and excellence, more excellence than not, at the quarterback position for the Colts. Seven uh, or nine starting quarterbacks since the mid-50s when Johnny Unitas took over. And that includes four over the last four years, Luck, Brissett, Rivers, and Wentz. So uh, that's quite a heritage of quarterbacks, quite a heritage of discipline and building something that is sustainable culturally in Indianapolis, and that is what has brought the Colts 
uh, relative consistent success. And the Bears keep foundering, and I feel so bad for Bears fans and Bears media. Every single offseason, the Bears media are like, hey, we won the offseason. I'm telling you, you win offseasons, a lot of times you don't win regular seasons. Those trades that have given up uh, two number ones for Khalil Mack, two number ones for Justin Fields, what are you doing? Like, if you if you lose on a trade, if you got a guy who goes down, a guy like Khalil Mack goes down, and you gave up two ones for him, you set your franchise back five, six, seven years, for God's sake, and that's kind of where the Bears are at. And if Fields doesn't work out, what do you got? Trubisky didn't work out. You traded up a spot to get him when you didn't need to. Uh, the Bears are just a mess. Let's talk, and, and the Colts aren't. Frankly, Jim Irsay, imperfect as a human being. But would you rather have another owner in the NFL? There aren't too many you'd pick. There aren't too many you'd say, I want this guy instead of him. Not too many. Uh, Pacers, tonight at Miami, a lot of injuries for the Heat, so the Pacers are favored in this game. The Pacers have issues, obviously. They're 13-18 and 18 this year. Do we trust Kevin Pritchard? to be the president of basketball operations that rebuilds this thing. Do you? Here's why you should. I do. The trades he's made have been really, really good. And we're going to start when he took over. He uh, was kind of thrown into chaos when Paul George decided he didn't want to be here. So he makes a trade. Paul George goes to Oklahoma City for Victor Oladipo and Domas Sabonis. By no measure is that trade anything but an A++. You got rid of a malcontent in Paul George who had no idea what it was to be a part of a winning culture and took his baggage to Oklahoma City, and now he's with the Clippers talking about how great he is and and what a brand. PG-13, yay, rah. Now, great trade for Kevin Pritchard. Then you've got the, uh, uh, the Vic for Karis LeVert. Victor Oladipo with the Miami Heat still not playing. Karis LeVert playing and playing well. Pacers came out on the plus-plus end of that deal. That's an A deal, an A trade. Then you've got number 24, the 24th overall pick in the 2020 draft for Malcolm Brogdon. That 24th pick turned out to be R.J. Hampton. That pick is a B-plus. Malcolm Brogdon, he has his warts. But at 24, are you going to get Malcolm Brogdon to play at the Malcolm Brogdon level straight out the gate? No, you're not. Good trade. How about that trade for T.J. Warren, where the Pacers actually got stuff and gave up cash to go get T.J. Warren? Pretty good, despite the fact that T.J. Warren's feet problematic right now and causing him to not play any basketball for the last year. How about, so trades, love the trades he's made. If he's going to make a trade, he usually wins that trade, or it's a win-win for the Pacers. Good for Kevin Pritchard. How about drafts? A lot of people criticize the drafts. Well, you can criticize the first one, and you can, you can do that seriously. 2017, the Pacers draft 18th overall. They take T.J. Leaf, a good offensive player who couldn't defend me. Problem for the Pacers because... After that, you you can't just look at the player and say, you know what, we should never have drafted him. You've got to say we should have drafted this guy or that guy who was drafted after 
that player. Well, with TJ Leaf, you got OG Ananobi at 23. You've got Jared Allen at 22. John Collins at 19. Kyle Kuzma at 27. Really, you could throw a dartboard and hit a better pick than TJ Leaf, given all that was left on the board when the Pacers took uh, TJ Leaf. At 47, they took E.K. Anabogu. They could have taken Monty Morris, who went 51st. 2018, they took Aaron Holiday. Not a terrible pick, because after Holiday, there wasn't much left other than Jalen Brunson at number 33, who that night, I was talking to Nate McMillan, and he said, what'd you think? I said, I had to take him Brunson. Got to tell you the truth. Uh, then they took Alizé Johnson at number 50. Could have taken Shake Milton at number 54, but what the hell is the difference? 2019, number 18, they take Goga Batadza, who I love. They could have taken Brandon Clark, who went 21st. But you know what? After Batadza, not a lot left. That was a skinny draft. You can criticize the draft of Batadza, but look at the people drafted after and tell me who you would have taken. Batadza might wind up being... A nice player. 2020, we talked about. 24th pick goes to the Bucks. They take uh, R.J. Hampton and then deal him. Pacers, they have Brogdon. Then they take Cassius Stanley at 54. What are you going to get at 54? I, I like Stanley because there was a high, you know, it, it, he still has potential. Could wind up being a player. 2021, 13th overall, they take Duarte. 22nd overall, they make some very shrewd trades, including the trade of Aaron Holiday to move up to 22 and get Isaiah Jackson. I wouldn't change either of those deals right now. I love Duarte, and I think Isaiah Jackson has a real chance to be a high-potential guy in the NBA. Good for them. Purdue, they beat Incarnate Wood last night. So anyway, I believe that Kevin Pritchard is a good president of basketball operations, and that he's going to make trades this season to get this thing closer to right than it has been. Like I said, Purdue, over-incarnate word, 79-59, that's what you get. You get an indifferent performance against a bad opponent. That's what a lot of these non-conference games are. Indiana, tomorrow night, takes on Northern Kentucky at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. I would expect the same thing out of Indiana. Although I think they got to figure some things out on the offensive side of the ball. Hopefully we see a lot more passing and cutting and a lot less dribbling. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? No, Duarte, that, that's why Duarte's smart. Let's go back to Duarte. Uh, Mark, I love your comments on this channel always. But Duarte being 24, that's a good thing ultimately because they've got control of him until he's 31. So that's good. If you draft a guy who's 19... The first two years you lose because, and this is going to be true with Isaiah Jackson, <clears throat> you're building that guy to be good in the NBA. Chris Duarte is good right now out of the crate, and he's going to be good for the entire time you got him. He's going to reach his potential and play through his potential while he's an Indiana Pacer. Draft a guy at 19, he could be gone at 26, and all of a sudden, there you are holding the bag, Right? Not with Duarte. It's a good trade, or a good draft pick that he was 24 years old at the time of the draft. All right, birthdays. Jamie Arnold, Russell Robertson, Joe Studeville, happy birthday. Jeff Heath, the great Jake Stamper, happy birthday. Renee Kinder, happy birthday. Erica Allen, Joe Pittman, and Jeff Angel, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, 
You celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. You want to know what real life is compared to sports. Go to my Twitter feed. I retweeted a tweet from Ryan Kelly uh, talking about the birth and then uh, the passing uh, of his daughter, he and his wife Emma's daughter. And tell me if you have any words to describe the way you feel when you see that picture and you read Ryan Kelly's beautiful words. And you want to know why you're a Colts fan and why you root for the Colts? That's part of the reason. We'll talk to you a little bit later today inside Indiana Sports Now, probably about 4 o'clock. You know what? It's a, it's a holiday week. We kind of do things when we do things during holiday weeks. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.